Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore here to talk to you about the past, about the present, and about the future. How are you today, Cody? I'm feeling good. <laughs> He's dancing over there. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of a delay, so it looks like a bit of a choppy dance over here, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I am loving it. Love the energy that you have today. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to this ch little chat with you. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a gift. I can tell you. <laughs> okay, you're such a dad these days with your dad jokes. So those of you who don't know, that's what we're gonna be talking about. Not Cody being a dad, but. Yeah, we can the talk about that. being a gift. Yes, yes. All right. So um, I can tell you that I've been out in the world going to like conferences and, and all sorts of stuff, reading, you know, stuff that fills your mind with really, really great things. And I brought something to Cody about the past, present and future. And he's like, you know, I think I heard something similar. And he took me to Skadoosh. Skadoosh. <laughs> Cody, I'll let you tell them what the heck we're talking about, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, so, so you know, I'll let Maria unpack it, but, uh, you know, she was talking about this concept about, like, you know, what the past, the present, and the future are like in regards to our emotions, right? Mm -hmm. And she goes, you ever heard that before? And I said, yeah, I have heard that before, and I've also, but I couldn't pinpoint who I heard it from, mm -hmm. but my brain did, a, did, like, a quick, like, you know... Uh, like connection of dots. And I was like, but I heard something very similar from someone else. And in my brain went skadoosh. Right? <laughs> uh, it went straight to Kung Fu Panda. Uh -huh. There's the scene where, you know, Panda, you know, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, you I mean it's, it's not Kung Fu? I think, I <laughs> yeah. I think, yes, it's, I think it's his name Poe. Po. So Poe was like, you know, all down on himself. He's like, I'm not as good as these other warriors. And how am I going to be the dragon warrior? And I'm fat and like all this kind of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, the, the turtle forgot his name too, but the turtle basically was just like, listen, you're worried about way too much. Right. And, you know, yesterday it was history and tomorrow it's a mystery, but today that's a gift. And that's why it's called the present. Mm -hmm. So that's where my brain went when, <laughs> when Maria brought this up. It went straight to the skadooch and mm -hmm. straight to Kung Fu Panda. And she was like, not quite. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I appreciate the really cool though how our minds do that i mean really like we can hear something and then just jump not only did you remember the the movie that you had heard it but you literally brought it up on the computer and you were able to fast forward to the exact scene to which you were from where you mm -hmm. remembered it and i'm like yeah. wow that's pretty impressive like i i hear a lot of movies i don't hear them anymore you know i used to have a minivan that had a, a, a dvd player in it i no longer have that and 
honestly, I'm a little bit okay with that. Like, and mm-hmm. one, it kind of felt like it was a downgrade, but I don't really think that it is because now my kids don't get to just, you know, only get to hear that. But in the days of my mom minivan that had the DVD player, I joked on my own podcast about how many movies I've heard. Not how many I've seen, but how many right. I have heard. And I have absolutely memorized all these movies and I have to put them in my head. So I felt like that in just a second. You're like, I know exactly where to go for that. So I love that about our brains. Uh, no, this was, um, this is actually at a conference that I went to. And I actually had the wonderful um, honor of getting to hear John Gordon speak in person. I don't know if you know who he is, uh, but he is mm-hmm. the author of The Energy Bus, if you ever read that. Uh, he also wrote The Power of Positive Leadership. No? Okay. Well, not ringing right. any bells. I'm not going to try to do what he did because that's not going to happen. But he did have a really cool story about the power of positive thinking and um, how they like totally missed their flight. And they shut the door on him and his family. It was him and his wife and his kids. They're all running. And again, he does a much better job telling the story. But he got there and they're like, sorry, sorry, you're going to, the door's going to close. Like you, you can't come in. He's like, but my family's back there. They're like, sorry, and slammed the door in his face. And he said that the kids and the wife, like most of the kids went up against the window and noticed that the plane was pulling out, but they were able to make eye contact with the pilots. They could see in the cockpit and then the pilots could see to them and they made eye contact. And he said, uh, two and a half minutes later, the door opened and she looked at them and said it worked because they were like begging, like, please let us get on. And he told they got on. <laughs> so huh. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. But that has nothing to do with what we were talking about. At that same conference, I heard this and it says, the past is depression. The future is anxiety. The present is the only place peace can be found. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so true. And we were just getting out of church the other day and my husband was talking about how he was feeling really anxious. And I'm like, in church? Like, what were you What were you so anxious about in church? And it was because he was flying later on that day. And so we mm. got to have a conversation around this very quote because I had just heard it the day prior. And I'm just like, honey, the past is depression. <laughs> the future is anxiety. And the present is the only place where you can find real peace. And I just, I really think that that is, it's true. And it does connect with, you know, with what Poe was saying. Um, but the past, it's it's history. You know, and if if we're dwelling in the past, if we're focusing on history, that's where we become depressed because of Mm -hmm. the things that we didn't do, especially if we don't stay in that state of gratitude, like we talked a couple of episodes ago. And so in that depression, we're not really going to be able to do anything. And if we're focused so much on the future, then we just since it's so unknown, like we don't really know what any of that is. That's where all that anxiety comes in. You know, we can, um, we can play all of the scenarios in our minds. And I don't know about you, but sometimes mine goes to the absolute worst case scenario. I will hear sirens and try to calculate how long ago my daughter left in the car, you know, like stupid stuff like that. And that will absolutely create anxiety, but it's Mm -hmm. in the future We cannot control it. And not that we have all sorts of control over the present either, but we do have some sense of control. We can control how we react right now. We can, we know what's happening in the present. So it makes sense to me that that's where we can find peace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you think about it, like anyone who's listening, if you ever think about any time you've ever been anxious about anything, 
Mm-hmm. It's because you're just worried about, you know, something that hasn't happened yet. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and when you're, when you're feeling down in the dumps and you know, you're feeling a little depressed and stuff like that. If you think about it, it's because like you're dwelling on something, you know, like, so it totally makes yeah. a lot of sense. And this is something that you can really take, not just for yourself, but also you can, you can talk to your clients about this, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, because money is so intertwined with our emotions and our mental health and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've had a client tell me like, I've just been feeling depressed or, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with a lot of anxiety or whatever. And, you know, just knowing that those, that that's where those two things come from, mm-hmm. you can help them unpack that and help mm-hmm. them, you know, understand it and kind of heal from it and then bring them to the here and now and just be like, this is what you should be focusing on. You know, this is, this is where you're going to get that power, right? You're going to feel empowered now and, you know, just control that and don't worry about anything that has or has not happened, you know? Yeah. You know, I know we've talked about this before, um, but I'll bring it up again. And it's interesting because a lot of this stuff that I'm about to share with you happened intuitively for me. I just kind of changed it intuitively. But as we're talking about it in through this lens, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's why it makes so much intuitive sense. We've talked about the peace of mind fund and how I have always, not always, I used to ascribe to the whole idea that it was an emergency fund. And I have since changed it to peace of mind fund. And what the way I always described it was that I like to focus on saving what we want, not what we want to avoid. However, as I'm thinking about it in this context, it's like, you know what? The idea of emergencies, it it creates that sense of anxiety because it's like, well, we know emergencies are going to happen, but because we know they're going to happen, it still creates that anxiety because we don't know what the emergency is going to be. The idea of peace of mind is like, you have this money here because you know something could happen, but you're in the present time. You're like, I presently have the money. <laughs> like that's, that is how it's actually thought about. And that's why it brings that peace of mind. So I had not thought about that that way before, but now that we're putting this all together, it's all making sense to me as to why that was so intuitive for me at that moment. Yep. And you, I know that you call an emergency fund, a peace of mind fund. Um, within the last three months, I have shifted my language, talking to my wife, talking to my clients um, in that realm as well. So first and foremost, you know, there's one thing that I think, you know, I think we've talked about this is like, I don't call a budget a budget. Mm -hmm. I call it a money map. Mm -hmm. And I tell people that like when I'm working Mm -hmm. with them, I say from the very first meeting, from the very first meeting, we talk about budgeting rather. uh, I say, do not speak that word to me. (laughs) we are going to call it a a money map from here on forward. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've also changed my language around the emergency fund because of that exact reason. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I don't call it a peace of mind fund. I knew, I knew that that's what you called it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm gonna let her have her thing. Um, (laughs) Well, I'll I'll use money map. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry. That's fine. You can can keep it. Uh, But uh, I, I call mine a swan fund. Mm-hmm. You know what SWAN is? I yeah, I'm about to. Okay, it's an acronym. Savings with a no, that'd be a swap. I'm gonna say savings with a purpose, but that's not an end. All right, what is it? Sleep Give me the well first one. Oh, sleep well at night. Yes. 
sleep well at night. Because again, that's what you want in the present, mm-hmm. right? Like you want to be able to sleep well at night, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't want emergencies. Mm-hmm. So same thing, like, you know, peace of mind, mm-hmm. sleep well at night. It's the same vibe, yep. but it, practi- it, it practices on the present versus right. what could happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Even though you know that something could and will happen. I think you even mentioned that in the last episode that we're going to hear no's that, you know, these emergencies will happen. A couple of episodes ago, you talked about the day you signed, signed on the dotted line for your new house, yeah. your car started dancing or something. It started sputtering. I don't know. You did yeah. a crazy sound that probably made people turn the volume down. But yes, that is, it, it is so true. And this, I, I think it just makes sense. And so when I hear little platitudes like that, I don't like to just assume that they're just fancy little phrases like, oh, that sounds so pretty. But to actually dig into them a little deeper and find out like, what does it really mean? And how have we already applied that maybe without even realizing that we do that? Because then it helps me and I think helps you and our, our listeners as well, be more intentional with the language that we're using and just the mindsets that we are making ourselves uh, a tribute. That's not even the right word, whatever, that we we are adopting. That's the word I'm trying to grab as my daughter is knocking on the door, doing all of her best to interrupt my thoughts. (laughs) Oh, goodness. So fun. I'm happy to share with you in the audience that starting next week, I actually have a swap going on. Maybe that's why swap was on my mind instead of swap. Oh, yeah. Um, But I'm actually going to be trading I have another friend who also needs some recording time. And so I said, tell you what, I'll take your kids on one day and you can take them on another day. So we won't have any of those interruptions in the background. There you go. Love it. Yeah. So, (laughs) all right, guys. Well, we'll lean into the present and, you know, encourage your clients to do the same. Uh, They're going to not only benefit from that, but they're also going to appreciate that reframe, you know, that, that perspective from you. Uh, and it's, it's just going to work out better for you. It's going to work out better for them and it's going to work, work out better for everybody. So, yeah. And I'm curious yeah. if you guys have anything like our palm fund, our swan fund, and you have your own little fun way to say it, feel free to let us know that inside the group. I know we didn't tell you about it this time, but it is new money habits, financial coaches group. We would encourage you to jump in there if you haven't already. And seriously, tell us what you're going to use, what verbiage you're going to use around this kind of stuff, because we'd like to know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All righty, guys. Will you guys enjoy the rest of your day? Enjoy the rest of your week. Go crush it. And we'll catch you back here next week. Sounds good. And you, Cody, party on, okay? <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.